The Crestwood Mall used to be a thriving mall, but uh, over the years, right, it waned and malls lost their popularity. And uh, it closed and was cleared. And now it's been sitting vacant for a while. There is talk of building homes and a supermarket. But to do it, they want tax dollars. That's a tiff. And that's where David Stokes comes in from the Show Me Institute. Good morning, David Stokes. Good morning, McGraw. How are you doing, sir? Good. Give us a, a little history on this. What what do they want to do with this Crestwood Mall area? Well, as you as you correctly summarized, they want to take this area, which has admittedly been vacant for a while, and they want to do put in a, a subdivision there by by McBride Homes, and then Deerberg's wants to lead a little retail development there as well. And and this is important because they're not asking for any subsidies for the homes and the subdivision they want to put in there. And that's terrific. But it sort of shows to me that it's hard for them to claim they need subsidies to develop the retail part if they admit they can do this, the home part without any subsidies. Well, maybe they should just do more homes then and not do a $17 million subsidy for a Deerberg's and a few other stores next to it. It's just crazy. There is a Schnucks across the street from the Crosswood Mall site. If you're thinking, well, do they have grocery stores in the area? Right. They've got two right there. There's an Aldi a block down the street. Yet for some reason, they're insisting that they want to do a $17 million subsidy for a new Deerberg's there. And I think it's terrible. And the, the public hearing is tonight. And I hope people in the city of Crestwood and Lindbergh School District and the like, I hope they, they go to the city of Crestwood website and get more information on on the public hearing. Let's talk financing here for just a second, and then we'll get to see where we are in this whole TIF uh, process. Uh, residential homes uh, pay property taxes. Uh, residential homes, right, they, they then go and spend dollars across the street at the supermarket. Why wouldn't Crestwood wanting, why wouldn't they want more residential homes paying property taxes and paying sales tax to the all existing businesses that seems to me would be a better way to raise money than to give a $17 million TIF to a supermarket that is one is right across the street. And, right. And another one right down the street. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is not a food desert. This is a food cornucopia when it comes to grocery options in that area. As, as to precisely why they haven't done uh, development of entirely homes as opposed to about half of it is homes, well, I, I don't know. You'd have to... I don't know the specific reason they've said for, for that, but that certainly makes sense to me. And again, when they say that they absolutely could not do a development but for these tax subsidies, it sort of puts that into question. If they can do some of the development without tax subsidies, again, it makes me think they can do all of the development without tax subsidies. But in modern St. Louis development, as you are well aware, tax subsidies are just almost a creature of habit for the developers. You just always ask for them and get whatever you can, and it's very, very unfortunate. Uh, is this in a floodplain by chance? I don't believe it is. Uh, that, that may be the, the one good thing you can say about it. <laughs> okay, well, at least we're learning, at least in this development. Where are we in terms of this? Because we know that the Maryland Heights TIF that you've come on the show and talked about, the new state law um, makes it easier to sort of stop some of these tiffs, and some have been stopped dead in their tracks. Where are we with this, and and is something like that possible? Absolutely. I mean, that's what gives me hope is that 
again, St. Louis, thanks to changes in the law that we've discussed and analyzed many times on this show, sir, uh, St. Louis County now has the bulk of the appointments on the TIF commission. So it's those same St. Louis County appointees that stopped the Maryland Heights floodplain TIF in 2019 and early 2020, along with opposition from people from Parkway School District. So you've got many of those same St. Louis County appointees on this TIF commission as well. St. Louis County actually approved a TIF for this site five years ago. Uh, That development did not move forward even with a, a TIF. So now this is a different TIF and a different proposal here in Crestwood. The, the TIF's about the same size as what they was previously approved. The total subsidy package is slightly smaller. So I guess that's going in the right direction in a, in a small way. Because uh, there's also, of course, they don't, you don't just do a, a tax increment financing package anymore. Now you have to throw in the Community Improvement District sales tax that I'll give you an extra high sales tax when you shop at the Deerbergs to buy your food, as if inflation isn't raising the cost of food enough up up enough already. I thought um, even if the TIF commission votes against the TIF, they could still get the TIF. Is that the rule that changed? That That is the rule that changed. What you have now is, and this is what came into play in Maryland Heights, if a, if a city overrides a TIF commission rejection, uh, and that happened in both Ellisville and Shrewsbury, two Walmart TIFs that we talked about extensively on this on your show, especially Ellisville, uh, the city was able to just override the county TIF commission and do it anyway. And that's, of course, just absurd. But now, thanks to a law change several years back, if the city, if the TIF commission were to reject the TIF, and if Crestwood City Council overrode that, Crestwood would be limited and the developers would be limited in using the TIF money for the grading of land and the demolition of buildings. Now, they've already demolished all the buildings on the site, so there's no use for that. So all they'd be able to do is use tax subsidies to help grade the land further. And that's I'm not an expert in how much that would cost them, but it's highly unlikely there's $17 million of land grading there. That's, that's why Maryland Heights just stopped their project dead in, dead in their the tracks. Yeah. Why are Even if they'd overridden it, they didn't have – they were asking for $150 million, and only a small portion of that would have been for land, land grading and building demolition. School districts lose out on TIFs, right? Because that's future tax dollars that doesn't go to the school, school districts, right? Absolutely, which is why five years ago when this TIF was passed and it had a residential component, meaning that the homes in it were also going to get the TIF and not pay property taxes to the school district, the city, the county, and so on. Lindbergh School District helped lead opposition to it. Uh, because there's no residential TIF this time, and that the new TIFs will at least, I'm sorry, the new homes, excuse me, will at least pay full property taxes, Lindbergh School District is not as opposed to the TIF this time, unfortunately. Yeah. Because they're still going to get hurt by it. Right. I still don't understand. I mean, I just in terms of 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 city planning, why would you want to have another retail development with a supermarket right next to a retail development with supermarkets uh, instead of, you know, more homes? It seems like more homes would create more money for the town. Oh, I agree. I fully agree with you there. You know, I don't know. I, I don't understand why city planners and urban planners and the politicians in Crestwood and and so many cities are just in love with tax subsidies. 
I mean, I guess they get they in this case, they may be tired of a vacant lot there. But I'll be I want to point to the example of Clayton and Hanley, where that old schnooks stayed vacant for over a decade. And it took a long time for the right developer to come along and find the right spot for that that use, the old disco schnooks there at, at Hanley and Clayton. But now they've got a development going up there. And they didn't, Clayton did not give any tax subsidies for it. I mean, if you're just patient and wait for the right thing to happen, wait for, don't get involved there with subsidies and, and city demanding what happens. Just let time and the market work. As you saw at that site in Clayton, it will happen. And it would happen in Crestwood too. And I would hope it would happen with just a housing subdivision to bring more residents to the community. Uh, across the street from this, uh, from the Crestwood Mall, there, you mentioned there is that supermarket. There are a whole bunch of other um, uh, 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 commercial property over there, retail space. And I haven't been there uh, recently, but the last time I was there, there was a lot of vacant space over there. Is that is that area in need of more retail space, or is there plenty of space already vacant that could take up any any excess capacity that would come down the line there there's a lot of vacant retail space up and down watson and up and down so many parts parts of missouri and parts of st louis and the abuse of tiff is a huge part of that as as you, you know city governments are just not letting the natural economy happen they're they're just demanding that you put a square peg in a round hole or vice versa and just demanding that you bring exactly what we want into city A, even if we have to take it from city B. And then, you know, developers are, even if it's not the perfect spot for their site, if they're going to get tax subsidies to do it, then they're going to move it. So absolutely, the abuse of TIF and other tax subsidies is a big part of why we see so much vacancy around around our, our area. I mean, you can only have so many new churches buy up giant former retail spots to move, to move their church into now, which is a, what I think I see all over the place. There's way, I don't know, I don't know what the right amount of retail capacity is in the St. Louis area. I'm not an expert in that. All I know is that the constant use of subsidies by small cities to lure retailers across city lines from one place to another has failed, and that's a big part of why we have so much vacant retail space. Uh-huh. Not yeah. Not giving the taxes, not not growing the economy. The the use of economic growth by subsidy has totally failed, and there's dozens of studies on that. And we talk about a lot of them in our testimony tonight to the to the city of Crestwood, which people can see online at showmeinstitute.org. Yeah. Okay. So where where's the meeting tonight? Does somebody want to go? Somebody want more information? How do we find out more? It's a Zoom meeting. I don't think they're having any in person attendees to it. It's all done by Zoom. So you can go to the City of Crestwood website, you go to their public meeting calendar, and they've got a, a section up on the TIF meeting tonight, and they'll have any information people people want. Remember, this is not just the City of Crestwood issue. They're taking tax money that would have gone to the Lindbergh School District, to St. Louis County, to the Zoo Museum District. We go on, on and on, the fire districts of the, the area, on and on. So it, it's really important, and hopefully, like Maryland Heights, the St. Louis County TIF Commission will step up and say no to this again. Uh, David Stokes, on an unrelated note, but at least somewhat uh, topical, uh, the story this morning that the county turned down uh, this redevelopment of uh, Industrial Park to turn the Jamestown Mall into an industrial park. 
Are you following that at all and 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 make any sense of why they wanted to turn down an, an $80 million development uh, in the old Jamestown Mall? Well, from what I just read briefly about it late last night when I first heard about it, it just seems that the, the residents of the area are opposed to, to that type of abuse there. And so I certainly understand why the, the council member for that area would want to let would want to let the residents have their say in that that development. That said, you know, usually this developer, this particular developer, uh, requests t- significant tax subsidies. Uh, I don't know if they were going to request it in this in this case or not, but they're doing a, a development in Hazelwood in the floodplain off the Missouri River where they absolutely got major tax subsidies from the city of city of Hazelwood for it. So I would like to know before I say much more on it, whether or not they were going to request or demand additional tax subsidies for that site. My guess is that they were going to, but I, I could be wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of us are asking a lot of questions about this. Um, and I think a lot of people are holding their opinions so they get more information, but it is interesting how, uh, there's a, there, there's a mall, vacant mall up on Lindbergh and uh, up in North County sitting vacant, and here was an $80 million development, and the uh, the city councilwoman, uh, or the county councilwoman, didn't want it for her district, so kind of interesting. All right, uh, David Stokes, the Show Me Institute website to find out more about this uh, TIFF meeting tonight. Showmeinstitute.org. Uh, we've got our testimony up there that we've already submitted, and we'll be, we'll be online talking about it at the Zoom meeting tonight, and and more information as well for the agenda and everything at the City of Crestwood website. And you can get that link to that from our testimony webpage as well. And if if it does go through and they do build a Deerberg's, does that mean if you went to the Schnucks, you'd have a smaller sales tax than if you went to the Deerberg's across the other street? Yeah, because there'd be no SID or TBD. There'd be no extra special sales tax at that Schnucks or at that Aldi uh, down the street. So, so yes, that, that Deerberg's will have a, a slightly higher sales tax. And what they'll count on is that they don't, nobody knows that. I yeah. mean, there's not, there's not the sign at the door as there should be saying, hey, you know, we want to keep you informed. If you shop here, you're going to pay a, a 1% higher sales tax than anywhere else in the area because we want taxpayers to subsidize our private development. That's how at least I'd phrase it. I think they might choose, <laughs> I think they might choose to phrase it in a less biased way. David Stokes, thanks for the insight. Have a good day. Thanks, McGraw. Thanks for having us on, sir. David Stokes, Director of Municipal Policy at the uh, Show Me Institute. It's a really interesting uh, conversation uh, and really interesting about what goes on in uh, local governments that a lot of us don't really pay a lot of attention to.